excessively touching my calves because I didn't know this muscle was here until just now. So I didn't know that this muscle existed. What you're committing to doing isn't working. Mm-hmm. How about just shut up and play basketball instead? Commit to that. But you cannot argue to me, in my opinion, of putting Wilf and Bill Russell, because a lot of people are saying we'll take Bill Russell out. Okay, if you're going to take Bill Russell out, how are you going to add the person in that can never beat Bill Russell? They have mm-hmm. all that money that they can afford to take all the shots, throw everything at the wall, and what doesn't stick falls right off, and what does, does. Sound too, do I sound too loud? Do I sound too far? Oh, no, you're good on my end. Okay, good. All right. Um, I don't know what I want to begin this one with. I feel like we say this every literally I said this the last episode as mm-hmm. we started. What do we talk about? Should we start with the Warriors? Should we start with Phil? Uh, you know what? A lot of empty space in between because I think we have we just it, it, this isn't as jam. We re- look, we refuse to talk about the command. I refuse to talk mm-hmm. about the Commanders, the Browns, the Texans, or Deshaun Watson this week. This I mean, is everything that's kind of happened has been wrestling related in terms of it sports. Has. Other We're than the talk about that, it's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is the Beards and Balls podcast. Uh, I am one of your two hosts, soon to be three again. Um, Anthony, oh Anthony, yeah. At Born to Run underscore 19. Daryl, where can they find you and your stream? You can find me at 3ds1j on Twitter. Uh, I think my Instagram is ddunham7217. And then you can find me on Twitch at uh, the Coach's Challenge. I'm excessively touching my calves because I didn't know this muscle was here until just now. So I didn't know that this muscle existed. Speaking of, of, of I guess, moving and, and muscles and stuff, you know, th- that heat wave has finally hit the Southeast, like, last week. And yesterday, my mom had an event where we went. Uh, it was a Juneteenth event. Mm. I would never go outside again after that. Oh, my. Bro, it was – the heat index got up to, like, 107 yesterday. I, like, I'm cooked. If, if I'm not If I'm not animated today at all, you know why. Oh no! Same reason here. Don't forget, I I am in this heat every single yeah. day. One hundred and five. It's been just about it. That's the peak every damn day of this freaking week, mm-hmm. with days starting, you know, around the eighties, nineties. Oh, it was like ninety at like ten o'clock the other day, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This shit is fucking frankly, ridiculous, man. Quite frankly, the worst part might be the absolute percentage of the humidity that we've had Mm -hmm. lately for us it's been Mm -hmm. 80 percent or higher at times which Mm -hmm. is just ridiculous because i i walk out and i immediately am sweating it's like living in a sauna that's the thing that killed me yesterday was that it was like a serious storm came through before we left for the event and so you know it rained for like an hour just dumped rain and so as it as the as the storm started to pass, you know, the wind was kicking up, so everything was good at first. Then the wind started to leave. And the heat started to come. And if water off the ground starts to evaporate, it starts, and it starts to and bake. And yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be 100 no. on Wednesday without the heat index. That's not fun. That's yeah. Not fun. Um <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> so 
fuck. I, uh, I don't know I how I transitioned this into sports, but I do mm-hmm. like they were talking like adults about the weather. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what we do once you hit a oh, I love talking about the weather, man. Oh, I know uh, so do I, which is weird, which is a weird thing. I can do it endlessly, Daryl. Mm-hmm. Endlessly. I asked if we can transition, uh, talking about uh, who's hot right now or whose stock is hot right now. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, wow. number four in what eight years? So they've been to six of the Seven. last eight, yeah. Haven't they? Or or five of the last six or or, or five of the last seven, something like that. Something like that. I can't remember. Because I I know obviously they didn't get there last year because Phoenix got there and they didn't get there the year that who got there? The Lakers. Those are Lakers in the heat. So those are the two years that um that they haven't been to the finals in the last I mean, since the first time that they went to the finals. Yeah. You know, there's a we like to make a big deal about how LeBron has gone to how many finals in a row, and I know it's in a row, but we got to start giving credit to the fact that Steph Curry has been in this Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. And begrudgingly, by the way, we do have to bring this up Mm -hmm. when he stopped fucking around and actually started playing basketball, Mm -hmm. Draymond was good. Oh, let's let's. Let's talk about that. It's simply the fact that this was my, the biggest gripe going in or during all of that was not that he couldn't. I know we caught, we said he was washed and we said this and that, but it's like. If, I mean, he was, he was struggling to move out there. <laughs> no, he was. But part of it also was this, this whole thing of like, what you're committing to doing isn't working. Mm-hmm. How about just shut up and play basketball instead? Commit to that. And he Game did. Six. And, and, it, and, it, mm-hmm. and it, it worked out for them. 12 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists, two or five from the three-point line. And that's all you two need. Two steals, two blocks. You know, and, and I think the other guy we have to give all the credit to, and not, not in game six, but in game five, is Andrew Wiggins. For Hell, in game play. six, too, with those threes that he hit late two. in the game. There you go. Uh, but when the, like, when the when Celtics I, were starting to make that run. But in so we have to eventually talk about, or we do have to talk about Jason Tatum. Bro. Um, I have some things to say about the Celtics, and 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 I. So here's my thing about the Celtics that I have to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. I have to consistently remind myself that Jason Tatum is only 24, which is crazy to me. And this is his first time here, so I'm gonna give him something that I give all of them just about, like LeBron when he lost. And granted, no, this is not that same caliber of a team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I do think we have to take a few things into account. Again, devil's advocate here. You know how I feel about it, Daryl, because I picked them in seven and they disappointed me. But I'm not going to rage out because I've had a lot of moments this week. They Gonna lost two straight. Yes, they did. But think about who they lost those three state straight to. That's true. But, that, but, that's but Anthony, like, I want oh, to give Jason a pass. I this, really do. This time I will. This time. I can't. I'm sorry, I can't. And I, I'm usually a little bit more, I guess, so, forgiving and logical. I understand why I, though, because of the because of the the way he played. Huh. <sighs> Look, it's not even the way he played. The dude was just airballing straightaway threes. That's what I mean. Well, I mean that's the, the way. That's the way. Like the what he was doing <laughs> out there just wasn't. Maybe the moment did get too big for him in that one that one time. It's like, but but here's maybe the he, thing. Maybe he needs to be humbled because, and let me throw out this, mm-hmm. Michael struggled 
LeBron's struggled. Larry struggled. But all neither of them ever shot 35% in the first no, no, final you're, season. You're right about bro. that. He had a historically bad. Like, but I, I think part of that mm-hmm. also lends itself to the style of game that is played now, where you are very reliant on a lot of those really bad threes that he was taking. Granted, this is my thing. Remember oh, during the game six when I, I think I had messaged you, I'm like, they're about to start taking a lot of bad shots because they're desperate. And what did they fucking start doing? It was they like literally right after you texted me. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, look at that. They're they're doing it. They're doing it, Daryl. I I can't. It was when Peyton Pritchard took that step back three. I was like, that was it. I know. When he took that step back three, way, I'm like, they're not winning. The importance of having a guy like Gary Payton on that team, by the way, for the Warriors, getting Bro, bodies like that back. He is gonna get paid a pretty penny this offseason. I don't know about who. Somebody is. It won't be the Warriors because, by the way, have you seen how much their their uh oh three hundred something million the payroll? Oh yeah, yeah. payroll is massive. They've dipped way, but you know what? You got results, man. Here's the thing: the cap, the cap room is the cap cap space is a myth. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so I know we talked about that with the Rams (laughs) and how they did all theirs. Have you heard the rumors about? the Rams president, the guy who's in charge of all that. Apparently, uh, no, apparently he is a genius, like in terms of moving money around and figuring out things like, like who's their owner now. Um, Isn't it Cronky Stan Cronky? Oh well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. But like, anyways, that, that's off the topic. Tell, say mm-hmm. what you're going to say about Jason Tatum. Uh, Look, look. Or, or not just him, but about the Celtics, because I know you have a lot to say about how the Celtics play. But they, but Daryl, before we do that, you know why they lost? Because why they you didn't say? have Enos Cantor freedom on their side, bro. I'm t- I, I, like <laughs> I, I said this on Twitter yesterday, and I really mean this. If somebody else puts that fucker Nick Wright on my guy, I'm not Nick Wright. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Nick Adams. If they put that fuck, I blocked him months ago because I got sick. Of the bullshit, because it's at this point, it's clearly either it's bait or he's just that fucking stupid. It's Stop. I, I'm, I hate when people put that shit on my timeline because they screenshot it. I, I don't want to see anything from him. I don't even want to react to it because he's a fucking idiot. And I, I don't his care. Name? God damn! But they didn't put his name in the in the in the oh, in the tweet. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn, it was just a screenshot. I know. I, I, I'm talking I, about I saw, in his freedom. Uh, like I know that that no Ennis Canner, fuck that stupid ass name. I would I knew it would piss you off. God, so that's why I brought it up. Anyway. Now let's get into those Celtics, Daryl. Um. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, first I want to say, uh, shout out to Jalen Brown. Um, the turnovers. Oh, this is my main problem with the Celtics, and this isn't just the Jason Tatum thing. That's the whole. The turnovers thing. were fucking terrible, and and that goes for Tatum and Brown were the main two. They have to get better at handling the ball. Like Jalen Brown literally cannot dribble. Look, it's it's either that there's no or, ball control, or they can't be your primary ball handlers if you can't no. leave the ball in their hand. But here's ball. the problem: you can't have them. Who do they go out, out and get at this point? Well, it's clearly not going to be Marcus Smart. No, <laughs> I mean, Marcus Smart had a terrible, terrible. He had a couple of good games. I can't say he had a terrible series. He had, he had a couple of good games. But he's not—he's not the guy that you—you should be relying on to be consistent the entire series. That should be Jason Tatum. Marcus Smart shot. He had a game. Game three, he shot sixteen percent from the field. He shot thirty-three percent in game six. 
Jay, I'm sorry, Marcus Smart is not. He's not. He ain't that guy on offense. He'll hit um, some like tough ass shots for you. I'll give him that. He seems like but, a guy that I would have coming off the bench. If I'm, he shouldn't honest. be taking twelve shots a game. I wouldn't have. It's not good. Um, and and another thing, what I mean by coming off the bench is you, you have to. If you're going to have him on that team, you have to have somebody who's the flip side opposite to him that can do I'm, what he can. I don't even think he needs to come That's off all the I mean. bench. So he doesn't need it's to come just, off the bench. They just need to have somebody that does what he doesn't do. Well, so here's the issue with the with the Celtics. I don't think he should be the main ball handler in that starting no. lineup as a point guard. The problem is this: Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, neither of them are coming out of that starting lineup under any circumstance. Oh. Robert oh. Williams, you can't replace him, and Al Horford was probably the most consistent player eh, i'll say jalen brown was probably the most consistent player i think Jalen Brown. Like, was the, he showed up just about every game jalen brown mm-hmm. like to act like more effort than anyone else almost mm-hmm. al horford was their second best player <laughs> during the series right so you can't take him out of the lineup or you can't minimize his minutes um so well no horford had a couple of fucking stinkers so, during the series. so here's the I, thing though mm. who okay who out there could they possibly bring in as a better ball handling option for than Marcus Smart? Let me look if up. they did that. If they went that route, this is a whole mm-hmm. hypothetical thing. Who knows if this is what the Celtics do? The Celtics are probably going to end up keeping mostly the same team and doing well next year. And hopefully, Tatum will have more experience there, and I will I will be vindicated. But I probably won't because Milwaukee will be reloaded and ready to go. And I'm looking at I cannot wait to see man. You know, it's funny. I can't wait to see Giannis next year, but at the same time, I don't want to fucking watch the Bucks play that bullshit offense that they play. Well, they won't get rid of Mike Budenholzer for at least I know they won't. three years. So. I know they won't. That's why That's why I'm excited and also pissed off about having to watch them. So I'm looking at the free agency list. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie isn't going to accept this player option because it's going to be low and he's going to get more money from the Nets, but he's yeah, not but going also, back to Boston. Why the so fuck would you go to Boston? Yeah, Russ is taking his player option. He'd be an idiot not to. But also, John Wall, why would they want him? <laughs> exactly, John Wall. No, is see, I don't know what type of player John Wall is. Neither do I. Because I don't know. What, I don't know what he's going to look like after a year of not playing. And it's just or, weird or because, what he like, would do in Boston. I don't know why Houston didn't. Houston was like, "Oh, we're just not going to let him play." And it's weird because it's like, why not? What what do you I don't like your ass anyway? And it's not like I mean to be Kevin fair. Porter Jr. is younger, but like what would it have mattered? Who got Christian? Or just Wood? trade the dude. Huh? Who got Christian Wood? Dallas. Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just curious about that. I know that he got moved. Um yeah. well so then who else is on that list going down? I mean, if you go a little further. I'm looking at point guards. Ricky Rubio could help, but he can't. So play Ricky Rubio is fine prone. to have as a backup. Because he can possibly give give a little spark when he you know coming off the bench, just mm-hmm. enough of a little spark. He's not a bad ball handler, more of a point mm-hmm. guard than Mark Smart. Patty Mills. See, Patty, mm-hmm. his his what hurts him is age. It's it's that he's old. He's old. He's thirty three. He's thirty. Dennis Schroeder. They did that and it didn't work out. And see, Patty Mills is also a guy who it's good. He he's good to have as a backup guy. Oh. Well, Colin Sexton's restricted, and I'd be – I don't know if the – Well, you saw what they wanted. Do the Cavaliers match that? Well, you saw what they yeah. wanted. What he wants is probably going to be 20 or more, and what they think is probably closer to 18. Mm-hmm. 
So it's a matter of do they I, – I don't think he'll budge from 20. I'm looking really at this list. I'm, I really don't know. Maybe Jalen Brunson, but he's probably going to ask for a lot of money this offseason because he had a good year and then that's going to get paid. I don't know. I think it comes down to this, right? Uh-huh. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have to learn how to handle the ball better. Jason Tatum has right. become a, a more efficient passer because there's so, too many passing lane steals from him. So this is why I, 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 while I give a pass, I do throw in the caveat to, yeah, I'm giving you a pass, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I make it sound like I have any authority to do such a thing. But, you know, <laughs> the way that I see it, in other words, I'm not – like, I can't – Yes, I can fault you, but I'm not going to hold it against you as long as you actually make an effort to go and improve your game and fix the problem. This is that thing about what do you what do you do in the offseason now? Do you do what Giannis does, which is put in work, or do Under you do what Harden does? Time chamber. Yeah, by the you way, know, I'm convinced, man. I'm convinced that's what he's doing. My <laughs> right. problem with Jason Tatum is this, is that Look, uh, Jalen Brown is only one year older than him. Yeah, he is. And Jason does this every year. With it, it's he and when he's on, he's like the best play, one of the best players in the world. Hell, I'm gonna be honest with you. Me before this final series, I was ready to put Jason Tatum in that conversation with Giannis and and Embiid and so, Jokic. So here's the thing. This is what I mean, though. He's. Mm-hmm. I really am genuinely of the mind that those years, the years that he's had, uh, that he had, uh, I, I didn't, I don't think Brad Stevens was as good of a coach as in terms of the, uh, he seems to be a much better GM than coach. Mm-hmm. You got what I mean? Yeah. For some reason, I, I'm like, look at all the problems. Look at, look at how they had to do, they had to approach the beginning of the year, which is just breaking all those bad habits that they mm-hmm. had already developed. I feel like, I feel like, we have to see what this offseason does. We, I, I think we have to look at how he rebounds from this. Because this is the last thing that we're going to be talking about from him until next year, until next season. How does he react to that? How does he improve? Does he actually do mm. something about it? Do we see that improvement? Or is do we get the same result? My my like, thing my fear is with him is that he's done this every year in the playoffs. Like his shooting percentage dips in the playoffs. I think I'm also just every willing to give year. it a little bit also just because the what's his name is. Uh, I'm willing to give uh, Ime Udoka, Ime Udoka. Uh, a shot. Mm-hmm. Really, which I, I think is impressive. This is first year as a head coach and he goes to, to the, the finals. finals. Like that's it's it's impressive what the Celtics did. I'm taking nothing away from them. I'm just looking Which at it from a standpoint of everybody is going to get better in the offseason. Miami, they're rumored to they're in the running for a lot of people. I, I suspect that the Nets are gonna try to pull something off to get better. The Bucks, I what would be shocked the if they stay do, put. Though? They're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna have to basically do what teams like the Warriors, the Heat. They're gonna have to dip into the luxury deep. Not only did they dip into the luxury, but they're gonna have to they're gonna have, they're gonna have to find a way to pick up a bunch of guys that aren't the hottest commodities in the NBA are guys that maybe overseas or G League yeah. guys and develop them. And I, I don't think Steve Nash is that good of a head coach in my no, opinion. I don't, so I don't, I don't think, think he's possible. that. And I also don't think that that's – see, here's the thing, Daryl. That's mm. not what Kevin Durant signed up for. No. 
But he that's what it takes to win shot. championships. Oh, oh, I, that I bullshit that. with this big three era, like it's done. way it's of done. building basketball teams doesn't work anymore because the game, the game has changed to where back then the heat worked because the Until, heat worked because of Eric Spolstra. And I mean, I mean, pop and the, the Spurs were their biggest adversary. And, you know, they had trouble they gelling the their first year together and that things happened. Yeah, those yeah. things happen. I think if the Heat stayed together, they'd probably win under Spo. They probably win about one or two more championships with LeBron. LeBron knew he was getting older more, though. Only because mm. I think what was happening with the Warriors was that was inevitable, no matter what it seems like. Mm. Oh, the, the great, the, the biggest. It's funny. The the this one decision, Daryl, decided pretty much the direction of the NBA for the next decade. And that was whether or not Steve Kerr was going to coach for the Knicks or the Warriors, yep. which is crazy because I think that was when Phil Jackson was in charge of the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he God. told him no, which is which is crazy. Don't fucking too. blame him because what the no, fuck no, neither do I. He doing all that there? dysfunction. I mean, and also like you look at, I mean, I'm pretty sure he looked at the roster out, you know, with Golden State and was like, "This is a much better roster." Well, why in the fuck are you running a triangle with a player like Melo as your star player? Because and that Phil team was still a good team thing. despite that. Because look, because here's the thing about Phil. That is what he does, period. And that is it. And look, of, I'm not, I'm no, not hating on him because he won what? No, no, no. It's not a matter. No, well, also, mm-hmm. but yeah, but he also had fucking. Uh, I'm not going to get into that part because mm-hmm. it really helps when you have. It does, but at the same time, I'm of the belief that no, even if I you have a sack roster. This is what I say about him, though. He mm-hmm. was. All he needed to do was manage their personalities. He mm-hmm. and and that's not and that by the way that to me is just as important of a skill as being able to do the X's and O's, right? But it but he he's one of those guys that falls into that same fucking pit that Michael fell in that MJ falls into that celebrity mm-hmm. that celebrity that that all time great athletes fall into when they try to do front office stuff. They mm-hmm. aren't good talents. They aren't good ego talent. Gets no, in the way they, of what. But put because us, they put think the they know how to aside, build a though. team and they never listen to other people, though. But if that's the problem. The aside, I, I don't think they can evaluate talent the way that other people. Well, OK, what I mean by that is is um, by talent is like Michael can't evaluate another player because Michael expects them to be a certain way and that they will never be the way that Phil mm. probably expects a coach that he's putting in to be able to do the things that he wants them to do but they never mm. will because they're not him. Mm. And that's the, yes. that's that problem where, where they all fall into the best way that they could handle things is not be hands-on or honestly, in Phil's case, mm. just don't fucking do that job. Like, okay, here's the thing. Okay, fine. If you are going to be the GM, that's great. Do what a GM does. Don't fucking do what the coach does. You're not the mm. coach trying to get the coach, trying to get a coach of your team to, to install your system then you might as well just be on the sideline but that but that's anthony that's what i'm talking about with that ego with mj okay. and phil phil right. has won what 11. With the, the titles with the lakers he was 11. there for the first run right so he's he was, won 11 he titles for, he's literally five of the lakers six of the mm-hmm. with the bulls so phil has that that triangle system was hard for other teams to deal with before the explosion of the, the three-point era and yep. defenses running zone as much as they yeah. do now Right. Mm-hmm. And and player switching as much as they do mm-hmm. now, because that and that that 
from like 2010 to 2014 was kind of that transition period into the defense that we see now. It was the end of the triangle offense being effective in playoff situations because a team like the Heat or the Pacers were able to zero in on them and playing for the triangle for you also you have know. to have certain players that can do the things that are required to run the triangle successfully. Mm-hmm. Like yep. you have to be able, you have, that's the other thing you have to have the personnel, like what you were saying about with the Knicks and Mello. Mello's not the player that you want in that kind of a system. Because he thought he could make him Kobe and Mello is not, he's the not Kobe pastor that Kobe is. He's not the defender that See, he's not. Think he's about not, this, like though. you said, he's not Kobe. But why, but why does it work so well? Because you have a player like Kobe, because you have a player like Michael, Michael and Kobe, mm-hmm. you know how, you know, them, you know yep. how similar they are. Mm-hmm. That's how come the triangle works in both scenarios, because you mm-hmm. have a player that, that can successfully thrive in that style of an offense. And then, you know, you have other people around them that like, well, I mean, with Kobe, you had fucking Shaq at one point, which was Paul Gasol and Andrew Bynum honest, and Lamar Odom. And nothing against, this isn't taking away from Kobe at all, but those mm-hmm. first three titles, that is Shaq's team. Firmly and for- foremost, because Shaq was, by the way, Shaq in those playoffs averaged like 35 points. The Like, if you add up all the games he played in that you know, those three years with the, 35 fucking points, Daryl. Anthony, <laughs> a lot of people like to. And I, 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 I do not like to I shit on Shaq. Oh, my God. They, they do not like to shit on Kobe. Not shit on Kobe, but they like to use the fact that Kobe. It was an argument this weekend when 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 Steph Curry won the finals. People were asking, "Who would you take out of your top 10? Which I think is a dumb. You already know thing who the first anyway. name that they were throwing out there. It was it was it was three it. people. It was Tim Duncan. It was Kobe. It was a couple of people. It was Tim Duncan, Kobe, Kareem. So first of all, real quick, who can real, I take out of my who can I take out of my fucking top ten to put Steph in? None of them because they all have one more ring than Steph, and that automatically mm. that that doesn't help him. Um, he probably will be top ten at this rate. They were taking out Bird. Yeah. Um. Look, I think Steph Curry, if not if he's not already top ten, I think he's on the verge of that. I do think, and I know people are going to kill me for this. I think he is the greatest point guard of all time. Not because I don't think he's the greatest passer of all time, because I think being a point guard is more than being just a great passer, right? It's a, it's and a I know people are arguing Magic, and I do agree that Magic is an argument. Yeah, but Magic is also the first, like, almost positionless player. Uh, yeah, you think about that, dude. Played but the way I look at it is like finals. this: with Magic, Magic was an elite player. I think his oh, defense. Yeah. Now that I've gone back and looked at it, his defense was very overrated. He was not. Mm-hmm. Not only on defense to be six eight um, and be as quick as he was, he was not that good on defense. Um, I do think he was probably one of the most versatile players of all time. I won't take that away from him. Uh, but what Steph Curry has done to transform the game of basketball? Because every every time people bring up a top whatever argument, they also bring up impact. There is not one player over the last since decade Michael. other than LeBron that oh, has since, had oh, the impact right. that Steph Curry has had. Although the one thing I will say is I still think that Michael, that Michael, that, uh, well, I mean, obviously Michael has the biggest impact. We know that. Let's just put mm-hmm. that aside because it's Michael. Mm-hmm. And there is, uh, as even if it pisses people off who are, you know, the anti-Michael people, look, mm-hmm. just fucking deal with it. That's the biggest name in, in basketball that will ever live, Unf- whether yeah. you like it or not. But to me, in terms of impact, secondly, it is always going to be, and it's, always, and it's it's always tied together. It is magic and bird because before mm-hmm. them, 
Before that, nobody gave a fuck five. about the NBA. Because the finals were on tape delay. <laughs> tape delay, Daryl. So uh, that's how come I also think that this is what we have to do. And I think we'll dedicate an episode to it where let us come up with the, a list of the top 10 players or we'll rank 20 players and we'll figure out a metric on how. But the caveat to that is it starts in 1980 mm-hmm. because the game of, of the 70s is so radically different, mm-hmm. radically different, like insanely different. Mm-hmm. Um so I think we should do that. And I think that is a thing because and as, as blasphemous as it sounds, as a, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say because it's hard. You can't deny a man with that many rings. Um I, I'll I'll I say this say. with Steph. When he retires, because I think we live in the I moment gonna, and it's hard for us take to take out Bill Russell. I mean, that's an argument. I say take out him and we'll. I, I take I I know I do take them both out, but mm-hmm. for several reasons, because, well, one, there's a lot less parity in that NBA Two, yep. the style of basketball is just a thousand percent different. It really mm-hmm. it's a massively different game. But you, and <clears throat> and you could you, excuse me, the, the fact that there was so little parity made it easy to well, not easy. Again, I'm not trying to sell short Bill Russell. The I Celtics literally had like everybody. Important. Mm-hmm. To pop culture than his than as a as a figure than as a player mm-hmm. as as a, than as an athlete like he's a cultural icon figure you know um, mm-hmm. again I'm I'm just really trying not to 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 sound like I'm shitting on them let me say this. I would take those I, two I'm, out I'm not a being because somebody will say this is a racial or basketball no I'm not but you cannot argue to me in my opinion of putting will. And Bill Russell, because a lot of people are saying we'll take Bill Russell out. Okay, if you're going to take Bill Russell out, how are you going to add the person in that could never beat Bill Russell? Like every time Bill Russell played against him, Bill Russell gave him problems. And I know the Celtics are like the most stacked team of all time. But I mean, you know, you know, Will Chamberlain wasn't playing on bum ass teams his whole career. See, the other thing is, is this is pre-ABA, this is pre-merger. You know, that's the other thing that we have to account for. I think it should all be after that, after the combination of the NBA and the ABA. I just, I don't, I don't, because I respect what will and, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, well, the, the reason I say that is because for a lot of these players, like a big chunk of their career was in the ABA. And like, like Dr. J, I mean, really the NBA stuff that we got, which as great as it was, was at the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. Like Kareem is different because because Kareem was NBA well, all I the mean, way, but also just like that dude spanned two fucking decades and yeah, yeah. I was even, but I was even looking at the stuff that Dr. J did in the NBA, like in the I think it was ten years he was in the NBA. Yeah, but see again it? that like yeah. I think his best years, like his best best years, mm-hmm. early stuff was also the ABA stuff that didn't get when mm-hmm. he was with the uh, New Jersey with the, was the Nets, right? I think it was mm-hmm. the Nets who he was with at first. It was with, yeah, it was with the Nets. And they were in New York. Plus, it's also just like, again, the game was wildly different. So what he was doing was just stuff that they hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Not just, again, not discrediting the guy because did none of that. I'm just, what I'm saying is I would take out Bill Russell and, and Wilt. Yeah, which and I don't I think people, most people, people had Dr. Their- J in their top 10. Oh no, I don't think Which, I don't think anyone did. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
you can and argue that all Steph, day. And I, would put, the I would consider putting Steph in there right now. But I think I, I have a, I have a rant, a, a jump done. point. Yep. That's the um, These people. Oh, we used to take out Tim Duncan because Pop and the Spurs had a system that they ran and he just was a system player. Yeah, and you system. should take out Tim Duncan because he wasn't exciting. And, oh, bro, if you could you imagine if, if Steph switched on to Tim Duncan uh, or if Tim Duncan switched on to Steph. 16 to 5 okay. head-to-head, by okay. the way. Okay, let's not, 16 to 5 Anthony, in the 21 let's not even Let's not even bring that into mm, it. Yeah. Let's not even bring that into oh, it I'm, because. I feel it in my chest. That was that was I, what I will say is that that was the Warriors was the like when they were starting to get into it and the Spurs were still at in powerhouse it. at that time when this it. when the Warriors started to come together. Oh yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> but let me get let me let me let me let me let me just let me just pull up the resume real quick because a lot of people oh two just, mv two 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 uh league mvps he's got three finals mvps if i'm correct or two finals mvps he's uh five time like nba 14, champion there you go five time nba champion six finals time appearances. Mm-hmm. ten time all nba first team 15 time all nba player eight time all defensive player should have been a defensive player of the year a couple of times and he just didn't win it mm-hmm. 15 time all nba defensive player Rookie of the year, rookie first team. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't like. No knock on Steph, but everything that he has, Tim has in uh, space in terms mm. of accolades. Okay, but the, Tim Duncan's accolades match Are up more impressive. to the MJ's, the LeBrons, the Kobe's, yes, the do. people who y'all always call top five. I know. Uh, Hakeem. Oh, oh okay. No, here, here's, top here's, five? here's what really drives me crazy. Daryl and I guarantee you if Kobe was alive he would not be standing for this slander of 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 because here's and these and Daryl these motherfuckers, it's Tim Duncan these, motherfuckers these motherfuckers are gonna look at you and tell you that Kobe is the best player of his generation wrong no he was not it was but, but you know what I, I'm okay with people saying if people want to throw in that Tim and Kobe were the guys of their decade because they were because if you really think about it their decade consisted of them winning like almost 10 championships combined. So look, and look, or, no, I t- actually 10 championships. Combined. Me saying that I think that Tim Duncan is better than Kobe all time is not me taking anything away from Kobe. I oh. understand his legacy. I, I watched the, I hated Kobe because of how good he was. Same I here. Fucking stand Kobe I still when I was Kobe because he was so great and ruined a lot of shit for me, bro. But understand something. Understand this. Tim Duncan was on that level. And a lot of times when the Spurs played the Lakers in playoffs, what happened? You know, people talk about hey. defense. Tim Duncan on Shaq happened Carol, a lot. Who ended and the three, the three Pete. It was the fucking who, Spurs. Who, who, who ended the, the Suns' hopes of ever getting to a championship? Bro, do- who ended LeBron's reign in Miami? It was the Spurs. Because the Spurs are cock blockers and they have been their entire goddamn careers, and I'm here for it. But here's my thing with with, with Tim Duncan. Like, okay. (sighs) Tim Duncan came into the league in what, 96, right? Yeah. No, 97. All right. 97. Um, In the finals by 99. Okay. So that was two years, right? Uh Did he win finals MVP or did did Admiral win finals MVP? I actually don't know who won the finals MVP for that one. Let me look that up. yeah, he won. He won Finals MVP in '99. That was his. There you fucking go. Literally, second year in the league, right? Yeah, 
second or third year in the league. Okay. All right. So uh, second year in the league. Um, you know how much he averaged that that series? What's up? Oh, so he averaged 27.4. <laughs> uh, 27, 14, and 2. I mean, he averaged 27 and 14. Let me read to you. Okay. Uh, 33 points, 26, uh, 33 points, 15 points, oh. 12, 18, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm looking at people looking are at used anymore. I'm looking at rebounds. Shit. Damn. Oh, well, oh, well, what about David Robinson? At that point, bro, David Robinson was on his last leg. Man. People forget that David Robinson was gone by 03. Like, like that dude just, he, he, no, he, he was literally, to fall he was off. around for the second championship and then left that and then retired after that. Mm-hmm. He literally retired that year after they won that championship in 03. But like, and so then what does that mean about the next three, by the way? Well, then None they use the Geno- they use the Ginobili else. and Parker and like but at the same if, time. If, the, if those the two Darryl. players play for anybody else, I promise you, people would not hold them in the same light. Well, what I was about to say is this though: they everything jump started they, from they, Tim Duncan man. when when they want to shit on Tim Duncan and they'll use them and make them sound like they're the greatest players ever. But ninety percent of the time, they don't ever talk about Manu Ginobili or Tony Parker in even a little you, bit of the, respect the argument they deserve to be told. Talking you remember about. the argument a couple of months ago where people were like, oh, when you're talking about all time, there's no way you could say that Tony Parker is better than West, Russell Westbrook, right? Well, Which one is, of them has a bunch of rings and the other one doesn't and isn't going to be welcome on a team after next year. But here's my thing. like, Even no, if you want to make the argument, because I think that there's an argument to be made because, yes, Tony Parker players. was playing with Tim Duncan. But like, but here's my thing. If you're going to say that 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 because everybody was calling Tony Parker a couple of months ago and saying that he shouldn't be anywhere near the top 75, which I'm not going to argue against that. Whatever. You use mm-hmm. that argument because the mm-hmm. accolades don't really match up with most of the people in the top 75. Fine. Cool. Yeah. Then don't use that as a slight against Tim Duncan whenever people bring up whether Tim Duncan's top five or top 10 or not. You can't. You cannot use Manu you can't Ginobili. Have it both ways. You can't have it oh, both I ways. I think wasn't Manu Ginobili in the top seventy-five? Probably. Uh, to be honest, he probably should. But like people forget about his mm-hmm. ridiculous Argentinian career. Mm-hmm. But like, don't don't use but Tony anyways, Parker yeah. as a slight against Tim Duncan when y'all don't when y'all don't give him the credit that he deserves when it's time to have a discussion about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, y'all can't have it both ways. But that's what NBA Twitter does. And that's what well, NBA that's shows do. They always. NBA. That's why I don't engage with oh, NBA oh Twitter God, or that man. discussion. Like this the other day, it just stupid, got me man. so fucking heated up because I wanted to find that person and hit them in the face, Daryl. Because he also sounds like a little bitch who doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. He's one of those. Oh, but guys. what if Tim Duncan switched on the on the Steph Curry? Tim Duncan was literally yeah. one of the best defenders. Tim Duncan literally. Ah, oh, Bro, my favorite thing was when when somebody threw out, "Oh, well, you know, Pop didn't even have him out there, you know, during the Ray Allen thing." I'm like, so that was moment. a mistake by Pop A and B. Tim Duncan was like. 40 he was like 37 well oh no but see this is the fun thing is like at that point there's four championships but no we're just gonna ignore that and talk about the one singular moment shut the oh, fuck oh, up. talking about the lat that that when uh Kawhi won finals mvp he was 38 of, yeah. co- of course he wasn't also, gonna be the player you, that he was you 10 years Kawhi's ago numbers he put up like 18 7 no, and something no 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 it was I don't a think 16 he had 18 i don't think he even got to 18 daryl and he was like 16 well, he he won it because he was he was he was well when he, he was on the court. LeBron it. was struggling to That's score. That's why. 
is because yeah. his fucking defense. So here's the thing. Kawhi was just good enough to score, but it was that mm-hmm. defense that absolutely put him over the edge on that in that series. Like, mm-hmm. here's the thing. People fucking forget that all of this asshole's reputation started somewhere. That motherfucker's lucky that someone saw him making all those shots off to the side. He's lucky that Greg Popovich coached <laughs> some skill into him. He really is. Like, think about it. Oh, like, shit. I, I don't think he becomes he's exactly the player that he became if he's not on that, if he's not coached up. If he was in Indiana. Greg Popovich. He was going to go to Indiana. Rip Indiana, Daryl. Him and Paul George were literally the same player coming out of college. True, but look at what Indiana does. In, like, Indiana would have ruined him. They were already on, like, that team has been a mess for a long time. That's true. But a pe- long but, time. But remember, they were but literally the way, one player away way, from being beating the Heat. But it's funny, though, because they're both guys are on this team. And you know well, what? I know everybody, oh, and I know everybody's <laughs> going, oh, the Clippers, the Clippers aren't going to win anything. Every, every no no let me tell you this though mm-hmm. because every time somebody says those words guess what happens Daryl the Clippers don't win anything <laughs> and I, until I, they uh, until they do win it I refuse to accept the oh the Clippers are gonna no when they win it then we'll fucking talk but before you know, that I want to hear no that I'm going to ban Clipper talk from this podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I hate this isn't a isn't a Ulysses a Clippers fan. Or is he just a LA sports he's fan? Not an LA. He's he, he's an Angels fan and a Cowboys fan. Everything else is sus and and a soccer fan, but mm. everything else is suspect in my opinion. That's just me. But um, for me, look, man, they went from having the worst trio I've ever had the displeasure of seeing play and JJ Redick to going on to having fucking Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You couldn't create a more unlikable duo. But for me, and I'm way over his fucking blown Achilles bullshit that Paul George had. That is a long time ago, buddy, or whatever it was that fucked up. Was it Achilles? What is his leg? Well, that wasn't the well. I mean, Paul for all for everything considered. I mean, Paul George. Oh, he came against the odds, man. Absolutely, it's like I'm talking about just this year in general. Like that too. He did do just like. The Clippers have to rework everything outside of Kawhi and Paul George. I'm sorry. Like, they don't have a good roster around them. No. Not, not good I enough. I mean, Paul George is putting up MVP numbers, and I know he got hurt. But, like, even when he came back, and he was still playing well, and there's just – Reggie Jackson just didn't get it done. Uh, I forgot what Morris Twin is on the Clippers. had a, If I'm not mistaken, I think he had a down year this year. What's funny um, is – I just said we weren't going to talk about the Clippers. It's the well, first thing I opened the door to. I let it happen. <laughs> I just opened it. Jesus. Um, let's oh, get back to the that. other thing that we were talking mm-hmm. about. What were we? Man, we went off like on a weird tangent down. I think we were talking about Steph being to- top 10. Essentially, if you're going to remove anybody, Wil- Wilton and Bill probably. And and Tim Duncan is still top 10 and you're full of shit if you think of the worst. He's the best. He's the best. I mean, also, I mean, have you not listened? Have you just not heard the guy talk, people? How could you not love that man? <laughs> Slandering his good name. I mean, shit. I just find that funny. I just find like, that and the funny. People that they, and here's the thing, Daryl. The people that they will post, uh, that they will put up uh, on these pedestals, probably have done bad shit that Tim Duncan would not approve of. Well, uh, I mean, I'm somebody who he locked up, um, oh. Mr. Uh, Malone. Oh, ah. 
Oh, oh you mean the you kid know what? fucker? Another great point to bring up. I have no up. problem yeah, calling him. out what he is. Oh, he definitely. I mean, if we're bringing up anything, let's talk about John this. John Stockton, his running mate, that racist piece of shit. Let's look at the people who. He shut <laughs> let's down? look at the people who were, um, he shut down for a stop from winning championships. Kevin Garnett for the longest. Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire. I'm, no, I'm just talking about big men. Amari Stoudemire. Oh, okay, you're just going big men. Okay, okay. Um, Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think at the time who was a big, like the best big man in the West. Paul Gasol. Yeah. Like people forget how good he fucking was in Memphis. Oh, look, no, there's um, a reason that Kobe didn't win another championship until Powell arrived. Because he's, he like, was that good of a player, like in terms of what he could. He's also a guy who could fucking fit in Phil Jackson's system. Oh, let's just let's just say this is let's just keep let's keep Dirk in 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 KG in the conversation. Those were the two big men in that era that everybody mm-hmm. always prop up, right? Great. None of them two, were better than Tim Duncan in that era. Oh, elite. You know, all yes, exactly, all time. But but Tim Duncan was the thing that was that, like literally their shooting percentages with nosedive playing against so here's, him. So here's here's the here's a list of of centers of the 2000s. We'll just mm-hmm. name some centers: uh, Ben Wallace, Kevin Garnett, Alonzo Mourning, Tyson Chandler, mm-hmm. Yao Ming, Pau Gasol, Chris Bosh, Dwight Howard. Yao Ming was another uh, one who got in the way of a lot for when he was yep. with the Grizzlies. Um, mm-hmm. But he played all of them, and none of them have five rings. It's just like that's for yeah. me. With, with Alonzo Mourning, I think he got. I mean, we talk yeah. about the two thousands with Alonzo Mourning. He had the cancer diagnosis, yes, and then he, he was getting older. And I, I don't really don't Al hold that against him as much. Ah. Al Marcus Jefferson, Campy. he is one of the weirdest players for me because I don't know how good he really oh, what's was. His name? Go back, go back down. Ah, these fucking ad thing bullshit. Like no, Al Jefferson is one of those know players. What swimsuit fits me best. None of them do. <laughs> what do you own? Oh, I was just on this stupid thing that had the list and like it had a pop up that just ruined everything. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan, I guess. Um, but specifically, Kevin Garnett and Dirk Nowitzki. And Dirk. It took Dirk two. and it it took it took Turk. It took both of them <laughs> a long time to win their rings. Their one rings. One. They have one. Well, I mean, look at if you look Nothing at uh, having one, but he has five. If you look at KG, he went to a whole nother damn conference. Oh, he also went to a super team. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are a lot of, you know, Boston's bitch ass. I'm more impressed by Dirk winning his ring than I am Kevin. God. Because oh. Dirk took a Turk to that team, Daryl. They were just, they had better chemistry, I think, at the time. The Heat weren't yeah. quite gelled all the way there. Although a certain somebody, you know. Oh, I know. He had a bad not, game. What do you expect? Nope. A bad series. A couple of bad games. But he had I'm, a bad I'm, series. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even, you got two not rings out it. of it, man. That's more than. No, like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, I oh, yeah. Say, that's more than like Kyrie and KD have got. Oh, look, look. I don't, so I don't hate LeBron, right? I, I, you no, know, I know. I know you don't, man. I know. You it's don't. just a lot of his fan base. We're discrediting D Wade a couple of years ago and saying he was a negative a teammate when literally well, it's funny, like he, was, he was the before. reason why D Wade has never won a final has uh, didn't win two finals MVPs. Because if LeBron even marginally stepped up and did a little bit better during that series, D Wade was winning finals MVP against the Mavericks. 
Mavericks. He had that good of a fucking series. Yes, he did. And LeBron just oh, that's I'm just like season. See, by the way, that's season winner D Wade at that point. God, bro, like fucking shit, man. <sighs> so what Speaking happened? Of which, uh, Let's talk about golf for a second. Uh, Matthew Ooh. Fitzpatrick is the 2022 <laughs> U.S. Open winner, which is crazy for me to say. Who finished second? Um, Will Zalatoris okay. and Scotty Scheffler was third. Okay. Oh, so Scotty's yeah. sticking around. I see. Yeah. Oh, I, I think he's that's good. That's good. submitting himself as one of those. Uh, oh, he has. Like with Jordan by the way, and you know guys like that. Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh-huh. That was his first PGA Tour win. That's great. It was a major. The that's by the way, fucking by the crazy. Way, you know what he did? It. He he won the U.S. Open in his first try, his yep. first PGA event. Phil hasn't done it in his fifty something. Because what did Phil that's not his... even do this week? Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't, he didn't even make even the make fucking the cut. cut. See, this is the crazy the thing about uh about um yeah, but he's probably rolling about in his blood money. Yeah, there you go. All one hundred, almost two hundred million dollars. Did you see the number, Daryl? Ah, oh. yes, mm-hmm. fuck you, Dustin Johnson. Uh, I it, you know, but that. the thing about Fitzpatrick. You know, with him, he's gotten he almost he well, he got close to the Masters a couple of years ago. He, yeah. This year in the PGA, he uh, was tied for fifth. So this was, I guess, this was bound to happen at some point. It's just your first PGA good tour enough. win. It's just you didn't think he would, yeah. And he's been a pro since twenty two thousand fourteen. He's been okay. in the, he's been on the PGA. He's been on Damn. the PGA and European tour. He's won a bunch of European tour events. Okay, okay. Which, so with that sense. being the case, with the British Open coming up soon, I'd be shocked if he doesn't. He's never really done well at the open, though. So I don't well, know. I mean, the fact we'll that see. I mean, hopefully, maybe he'll be riding in some momentum. We'll mm-hmm. see what he does in between the events, you know, other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it was nice that Phil didn't win. Um, Phil was, was such an asshole, bro. Oh, I need nice. the money because I'm broke. You know? Oh no, no, that was DJ. Oh, I need the money because I don't want to have to play golf for my life to keep up well, my lifestyle what, of cocaine. Uh, and who was it that that came out and said it? Um, shit. It was another vamp for me for a second. Uh, uh, shit. <laughs> what were we talking about? We're talking about oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the golf, 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 golf. John Rom. Um, so John Rom, did you uh, hear what he had to say? What did he say? Okay, he said, and I put it. He's like, where, where? I'm what I'm trying to. Yeah, he doesn't need the money. Is pretty much what he said, and I, I think mm-hmm. if I'm, I'm correct this is what his quote said he said money is great but Mm -hmm. and this is his wife uh, but when kelly and i uh this first thing happened we started talking about it and we're like would our lifestyle change if i got 400 million and he says Mm no we'll not change one bit truth be told i could retire right now with what i've made and live a very happy life and not play golf again which I feel like that is such a dick kick straight to Dustin Johnson in the best way. Um, and then he said, um, so I've never really played the game of golf for monetary reasons. I play for the love of the game and I want to play against the best in the world. I've always been interested in history and legacy. And right now the PGA tour has that. But you know, he he's also my added that well. he doesn't like the fucking shotgun start and all that bullshit and She's the team stuff. Bro. I'm like, and he, like he says here, this is this is this is to me this is the way I feel exactly about all of this. Where he's like, nobody's talking about winning that event in London with the essence that some other events have. 
Like, oh. and that to me is what's attractive is like being able to consider yourself champion of this with a history that comes with it. Anthony, I don't even remember who the fuck won. I don't even I don't even know who the fuck won the tournament. I I, I really I do I literally um, don't remember. Fuck, neither do I. But just this is yeah. Yeah. It's it's somebody I th- I don't know if it was JT or I forgot. It might have been John Rom. But one of them said, and it made so much sense, if you're a golfer who is, you know, getting older and you've been struggling as of late and, you know, you've been making as much money and you've kind of fell off, then this tour is perfect for you because you get to make money. You don't even have to win. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Get your, Or you get a couple of wins over there playing against weaker competition to get your confidence yeah. back, whatever the case may be. And well, that, the that's, average that's ranking fine. is like all the way down to like 40 if you take all of them mm-hmm. right the guys that are there if you were to take yeah. the top 10 for the pga you're looking at like a ranking of a lot better a lot mm-hmm. better so you know for guys like you know patrick harrington you know fine fuck it whatever yeah. go over there and get yeah. your money maybe get you a couple of wins retire and keep i don't want you to fine. fucking tell me that you're starving because you're not i don't give a but, fuck who but, you are at what level mm-hmm. but dj phil um it's I, I just don't I can't buy it. I think when didn't Kevin Nog go over there or, or was it uh somebody else? It wasn't Kevin Nog. Was it Kevin Nog? No, somebody oh no, I know that Bryson DeChambeau did, and I know that uh people like him. People like him. And and what's his name? Cedric Garcia did too. Yeah, uh, but of course you know well, Sergio, um fuck him. I was gonna say, yeah, um, exactly. But Kevin Nog, especially because uh, not not Kevin Nog, uh what's the fucking name? Bryson, you're young. So you're let me like- let me put it this way. Getting mm-hmm. down, let's let's go all the way down to ranking 190. Do you know how much that person has made this year? Much. They've made $195,000 924 cents. <laughs> uh they're fine. Well, see, here's I mean, look, the very last here's guy my thing. I understand, he only made seven thousand. If you're making a hundred thousand being knife, and you're like, okay, well. I'll go. Oh, live, no, no. Live. What do you mean 100,000 being ninth? You're making four. Okay. Hideki Matsuya is number nine. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I mean, being 109. Okay. 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 If you're making, if you're making $100,000 up to this point, you're halfway through the season or over halfway through the season at this point. Fine. You know, By go the over way, there. If they're paying you a million, yeah. if paying you like $5 million just to show up, I get it. Right. I'm not chastising you for getting a bag, but don't try to make it. Seem as if you're trying to stand up for the 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 strength of golf by allowing free agency to be such a big thing in golf nowadays and yada 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 and blah 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 and I you need the money because I'm broken all of this bullshit. extra bullshit and just say I want the bag fine I'm okay with that it's cool yeah I'm not I mad at anybody chasing that. money bro at the very fine. least I get it but at least sure, chasing I money would... in an ethical I'd like to say I wouldn't take it. I can't say that I would because I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I haven't been in that situation. I think I mm-hmm. would say no, but mm-hmm. I don't know what my situation would be if I was presented that. But just so you mm-hmm. know, you get a, it's up until 212. Everyone has made 100,000 or more this year. By like, the way, not the full year's not money, over. Man. By the way, the full no. year's not even over. No. Okay. And after that, 97, 96, 94,000, you know? There are people who this, who aren't even making you know twenty thousand a year. Well, I'm broke. Don't talk mm, about struggling. I'm broke. I'm broke. Mm. 
fuck off. You're married to what's her name? And like somebody said, nobody that's on the live tour played well. <laughs> no, like, nobody played, played well, well enough to say walking. that. Because like if I if let's say I'm just new to golf and I found out about this live shit and I know about these big I know these big name golfers like Dustin and Phil and Bryson. Yeah. yeah. And they're and they go uh, to the live and you're telling me that. This this is still top comp, top competition golf, and I watched the PGA and I see what the PGA championship, the US championship, and the PGA championship recently was just with the finishes. And there was another yeah. tournament last week that was pretty good for the finish. And then I go to watch Live and I see that bullshit that I saw, and then I, I realize that these guys are back over in the PGA for this major because they have yeah. exemption. And I watch this and they play like ass, and then they go back over there. I'm automatically yeah. going to think which I already think as it is because, you know, I know that those guys weren't playing well in the PG anyway, that mm-hmm. that's just the second rate league. Like it's like what the XFL is going to be or the, or the USFL is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, which I appreciate it for being football and it's still yeah. decent, but it's not the NFL. But the, I mean, but, but unfortunately, as long as they're glued to one place like that, they're never going to have fans. The well, I know next year they are expanding to the other cities. It was and, just, and that's going to be good. It's just, it, mm-hmm. I know this was a temporary thing and that, that is going to improve them a lot. And mm-hmm. I really hope that it does embrace the idea of being almost a minor league for the NFL as yep. another option, instead of just wasting everybody's time in college or some shit, you know, yep. or for the guys who don't get the NIL stuff, mm-hmm. you know? It's a, it's a good spot for somebody to show off. Hey, it, it's essentially, you know, this is where all the good under the undrafted free agents can go. All these people who may not get an opportunity because, you know, they didn't get drafted or something. Well, the way I look at it is like what the minor leagues is to, to be, by the way, baseball <laughs> instead of like college isn't the MLB's minor league. No, no, of course. And I don't think college football is the NFL's minor league. It should I be. Think if you're a team, let's say you're the let's just use the Colts for an example, and you draft yeah. a guy in the third or fourth round and he doesn't turn out right away, but you want to build him in your system and your yep. culture, then you 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 know you buy one of these teams in the USFL or in the XFL. I like the idea you, of teams sharing, you know, a, a team, you know, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean, that kind of a thing. Both teams are in it. Uh, like what it, the G it, League is to the NBA. Like exactly like that. Mm-hmm. And I like, and I really would like for them to embrace the idea of being able to pick up and bring up players from those rosters during the season. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of a stuff. Like, like let's the let's practice squad is lame as fuck. I can't even. Yes, I, mm-hmm. And I, I even argue that I think the USFL should exist during the NFL season for that reason. Mm-hmm. Pop it on on the weeks on the days of the week where, I'm granted, it might be some overload, but. Um, well, here's the thing, though. I kind of do like the idea of having it in the spring so that if you do like someone, you can bring them in, you know, over the off season, uh, and really let them get familiar with the system mm-hmm. that they'll, they'll, they'll be part of or whatever. But here's the thing, though, like if a guy gets cut who was on that team after being called up, like they decide not to keep him, he should be allowed to go back down to that team. Mm-hmm. You know, don't dry up his opportunities there. Um, but yeah, but- I mean... It, I hope it turns out. I hope the USFL turns out to be like that. Mm-hmm. But I guess bringing it back to the original point, Liv isn't trying to serve as a minor league, though, and that's the problem. No, no, They're no. trying to serve as a as an alternative or as a new, like top league, and that's never going to happen because those top ten golfers so, from the PGA aren't going over there. 
Because so there's the no only, incentive the, for them to do the it. The only way, and this is the only way that I look at them being able to do that, is if they do what the the PGA has been unwilling to do, which is to be is to. Can you imagine being one of the uh, top college golfer coming out and being being told, "Hey, maybe you'll get a chance to be on the PGA one day," or, "Hey, you want to come over here, get paid two million dollars, and become a star? You know, a young star over here." Granted, mm-hmm. they'd have to change. They'd have to really upgrade the format and the way that they they're going to be doing everything. But see, but, they also have but, to guarantee that people are going to give a fuck because right now, what's happening oh, is that nobody cares. So money. Well, because look at the guys that are there. That's why mm-hmm. I'm saying if you if you start to to poach the right guys, and again, mm-hmm. maybe Rory doesn't have a, a price tag. Maybe maybe you know certain guys don't have price tags, but a lot of others do. A lot of other dudes. A lot of other guys are leaving doors open. You know, they're not completely shutting the shutting things down. Not like okay, like Rory at this point has made it very clear he will not be leaving. Mm-hmm. They're never gonna get Tiger. Mm-hmm. They offered hundreds of millions of dollars to Jack Nicholas, and he said no. Mm-hmm. You know, which is crazy, by the way. Like that dude, they were, I mean, but at the same time, he's like old as shit. I don't think he I think he understands he doesn't need a ton of more money uh to to sell his morals away. Um, like but but if they go if they bring in if they approach and entice the younger generate a younger generation of golfers who are upcoming in in other words it's almost like you're you're snipping the PGA trying to go for them like like right at their core at their roots at the thing that's going to eventually continue to fuel them. Mm. But again, but and, my and, thing and with they have the money for it though. That's the, the that's becoming so much obvious to me is that they're trying to go for popularity. But well, you know why, though, right? You know what all of this is about, right? Well, it's just about Greg Norman trying to shit on the PGA. Bigger than that. Let's let's think bigger. Are we talking Saudi Arabia here? You you know exactly what the oh, well, definitely they're trying to sports wash exactly. Saudi Arabia. And I'm so I was waiting for someone to one of us to say it, but yes, they're trying to yeah. do so. For those who don't know what sports washing is, it's essentially using sports to the reason sports washing is because. You're using for sports as a way to cleanse your. Um, I don't know how to approach this uh, this delicately, but you murdered a lot of fucking people for bad things. You kill people. You are you are committing a bunch of human rights violations daily. Prime example. And you're trying to use sports as a way to make the outside world forget about it and think that you're. I don't want to say. I don't want to. Uh, the the. the that you're not doing all the shit you're fucking doing. I mean, the, the, I think that's where my biggest disappointment is with, you know, I know that these golfers go on and on about how we, you know, we don't know politics. We're just golfers. Yeah. But I think you have enough common sense to understand the, the, the simple concept of what sports washing is. And the fact that Phil, you know, Oh, well, you know, they killed that journalist. How are you okay with that? Remember, remember the, the bubble and everybody got mad at the, at, the Bucks and LeBron and all of them for basically no, who was it? They said that the Bucks said they weren't playing and everybody basically yeah. joined along and said, you know what? Yeah. No, not having it mm-hmm. because as they stated and correctly, the reason why everybody was pushing for them to play when that happened was that everybody wanted to make it seem like that would have been a distraction. If an NBA game happened right after the George Floyd thing happened, mm-hmm. it would have been if everybody taking their focus off of that and nobody, yeah. and nobody would have, it would have been a way for people to just be able to be like, oh, well, I can just ignore it. 
because guess what we would have guess what everybody would have done that night that mm-hmm. evening that day it, because that game was going to happen in the after you know i remember where i was when that happened i was at the mm-hmm. gym i was at gold's gym uh mm-hmm. when i got the fucking buzz like while i was in the middle of a, on, on the fucking treadmill and i i kind of had to stop because i'm like what and because i was look I, I got the notification on my phone i was looking at the screen up top and game canceled right but you, but you're right. We would have been mid-afternoon after while well, all that other shit's happening. Mid-afternoon, we would have just said, okay, you know what? What are we going to do about it? Let's just watch the basketball game. Let's ignore it. Let, let's, let's, let's have a little bit of a skate. Take our mind off of it. We shouldn't have it. You that's know? sports washing. Yeah. That, that's what that is. And that's what Saudi Arabia is trying to do. It's trying to do with scale. Lil. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's, they're not, they're, it's not about the quality of the play. Mm-hmm. It's about it's just about having at, something, having something, having some kind of organized sport. It's the same thing that they tried to do with with soccer. Remember, they, they made a push to try and I don't even know the whole thing, but they tried to get involved in soccer and do a league kind of thing there. And that was a whole controversy. But if I'm correct, some teams are still willing to go. And here's my thing. It's right? funny how money just immediately sucks up all the morals out of people. Here's the, here's the thing that's going to be the killer, right? Is when it, and this is my thing with, with Liv. It, once the money starts to, I don't think Liv is going to make any money within the first two oh, years because people don't, don't give a fuck. To. But how long are they going to sink money into something that they know isn't making money? Because at the end of the day, uh, people are profit driven. But they're Saudis. That's also a good point. Daryl, that is that is the money that a billion dollars is nothing. To, look, I know that there that this is always talked about this idea that yeah, we know that Elon Musk has money. We know that blah blah blah. We know what they have. Mm-hmm. We do not know what these Saudis have. We do not know what that what those royals point. have. They are. It's like with Putin. You don't know exactly mm-hmm. how much money he has, but I guarantee you, it's more than 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 I'm pr- I'm pretty sure Elon or Mark Zuckerberg or fucking any of those guys. Those mm-hmm. Saudis are filthy rich because they have mm-hmm. literally, I mean, they look, Daryl, how much are we paying at the pump? <laughs> okay. The fucking starter on that. It, but but you get my point. They are rolling in our money right now. Yep. And that, so there is no endless there. They literally right now, as it stands, they are at a bottomless pit of money that they, mm-hmm. and they can just throw it at them at a league and it's not gonna dent them the way it would a stan Kroenke or a, a robert Kraft or a or a, 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 a what do you call it a, a con any of those guys you know any of the mm-hmm. big money guys in the the nfl or you know it's just it's it's different levels of money man well, i guarantee Dave, daryl i think they would have offered i think they would offer tiger woods a billion dollars you know they would try at least. Oh, they would. I don't know if you take it, but they try. It's a fucking crazy amount of money to say no, but that man has had a brush with death, so he's paid a bigger. <laughs> he's he, he. I think he understands things in a way that not a lot of people do because the Saudis are usually on the other end of the death. Yeah, I have no problem with being an asshole about all of that because I know what they did. We all know what they did. I'm not saying I, that we're in, that this country's any better because it's not. But you but, you can't. But here's my thing. Like, you it's can't. It's different, though. It's different. Exactly. I'm just, all I'm saying is, I don't want, I'm just covering my ass on the, I know we are not perfect either. 
but you can't be using Saudi Arabia exactly like they're chopping journalists' heads off. Oh, and, and then it's, and then getting caught doing it and just being hey, like, oh, well, you know what? Yeah. Oh, and look at what we're we're celebrating Pride over here. You try doing to do that, that over there. there. Okay. N- absolutely not. Which, by the way, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's just that's not going to happen. Uh, mm. So I think that's enough about the Saudis, the fucking Saudis, and the Live Golf Tour, because that's the problem. Like that, that's the thing about this topic, you know, in all of its craziness, is that there's so many geopolitical issues tied to it. Mm-hmm. It's 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 an extremely messy ball of yarn that you're never going to really untangle. Um, well, I'm just curious about how much money they fucking have. It's a I'm lot. Wondering- Look, trillions, Daryl. I bet you they have trillions. Mm-hmm. At least a few, two Probably. maybe. That's oil money, man. I, I, I just want to know money. how far they're willing to go and willing to sink into this. Well, for no one on to give they, a fuck. It depends on what they, what what do they want? What do they want in the grand scheme? Look, okay. Here's another example of, of a person who's who is happily taking part in the sports washing that Saudi Arabia goes through. The WWE. Oh well, but 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 you but you get my point. Is like there are multiple avenues that they can take to do this. There are so there are multiple sports that they can use as a I way. Think, to I do think I think soccer would be more profitable oh, for no. them because golf. It, like, I just don't. I don't it see would, it. It would. But but see, here's the thing: they have mm-hmm. all that money that they can afford to take all the shots, throw everything at the wall, and what doesn't stick falls right off, and what does does. Yeah. And it, no harm, no foul. That's that's what I hate about this. It's like we're talking about crazy levels of money that they can just throw around will, willy-nilly, you know, like it's nothing. Yeah. It depresses me. You know, speaking of WWE, uh, they had a they had a hell of a the wrestling world in general has been crazy. So Darryl, yep. I don't have the energy, so I need you to just give us a, a rundown of what happened this week in wrestling. So I, I, we could just go to uh, what was the pay per view the AEW held? It was double or nothing. Oh God! Oh, it's ever CM since Punk double or nothing, um, be the CM Punk injury, Bryan. then Daniel Bryan, then Brian Danielson gets injured, and Okada's having uh, a baby. <laughs> uh, um, who else? Who was else it? is going to be there? Will Osprey, who's accused of a lot of things, is going to be there, and I'm not up for that. Um, uh, yeah, Okada's out. Um, we don't know. Like half the card hasn't been formed because there've been hella injuries, and it's not now, right now. It's just it's a lot going on, and it's kind of taking the fun out of everything because everybody's gotten hurt. Well, then WWE. My problem with this is I thought it was really uh, real quick on the Forbidden Door thing. I really thought mm-hmm. it was being rushed along to begin with. Mm-hmm. I really want, wish they, I would like, I really want them. I would hope they won't because they can't, but I really wish they would postpone it or move it. I wish that they would have they would have announced this at the beginning of the year. If AEW and New Japan has been in a working relationship since they started, why haven't these guys been over here months ago? Why haven't you have a New Japan United because States they have their branch. whole thing? But because they have their whole thing about the way that they wanted to do things to start, which is you know whatever. Uh, but I, New Japan is very weak. But, but yeah. just warming up to everything. Then we had the Cody Rhodes injury, Randy Orton. How about that. Oh, the Randy um, one actually genuinely of all of these things crushes me the most. He was well, having a great year. Which helps to set up it's a, one of the problems that WWE is having right now. Obviously else. less minuscule than, you know. <laughs> Something else. Who did they turn just recently they, back, babyface? Or no, no, no. They went, they went back to Brock, didn't they, too? 
They also brought in yeah. ba- brought bra- back Brock because so, now they don't have anybody for uh, that on Friday. Oh, well, on Wednesday there was well, a news report everyone. that came in. Um, could have been about Vincent Kennedy McMahon. $3 million settlement to a, or basically hush money to a female employee that he had been having sex with. Unnamed of course, so far. Unnamed. The rumors. Um, well, no, I don't want to, you know what? No rumors about who it is. We don't you know. know Brad Shepard so brought know. up somebody. He's a piece of shit. Well, so I don't Brad Shepard's not. Yeah. That, that dude is yeah. not a credible anything. Mm-hmm. He's not a credible so, human being. Apparently, as the story unfolds, we found out that he had been um lack of a better word been sharing he was sharing this women person, with john this women with with johnny ace yep that's just which was I, just I, the I memes that came from that were oh. fucking hilarious it's disgusting to think about the memes were fucking hilarious but obviously vince is a piece of shit and if anybody saw he did the whole thing with the um with the fucking then now forever yeah promo on friday and all of that which was we're Absolutely fucking tone deaf. Oh, hell, well, we got in a little bit of uh, trouble. Essentially, oh, look at us. We, 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 we. No, motherfucker, uh-huh. you, you. And it was also shameful seeing all those wrestling fans pop when him. he came out and doing the same thing they do every time Vince gets caught up in some shit, treating him like he's some deity or some shit. Just fucking weird to me. But anyway, all of this, the, the bullshit that Vince has done over the years that he gets away with over and over and over and over and over again, it pisses me off. But it that's what money he's does. Rich. Yeah. He's rich. So that's what being a. At this so, point, I, th- I guess we can call Vince a billionaire. I don't know how much money he fucking has. I don't but fucking care either. But I either will way. say this. I found the most interesting thing in all of this is the person who has been leapfrogging everyone and power playing everyone out of the way is not the man who they named the interim CEO. Oh, fucking Nick Khan. Which I think is hilarious to me after he, because <laughs> you know that that asshole did everything he could to push Stephanie and Triple H out. Oh, yeah. And look who's fucking in charge. I think he was trying to pull Vince out. I think he was trying to give, I think, I think he was the one that put that report out. Oh, I, I, I that this dude is a total, has totally made no qualms about his, what he's been doing. He is a, but what's crazy he is a again, fucking mole in that company. I'm telling but, you. But what's funny is right now, He's not in charge. No. Someone it's else Stephanie. is. Well, okay. Who Which in, Vince is in charge. It's still Vince. Shadows. We know it is. Yeah. But, well, he but, didn't even fucking relinquish creative control. He said, fuck y'all. Of course not. That, that's the one <laughs> thing he won't do. You know that. That's the last thing he'll ever do. I, I knew what time it was when he company, came out as Mr. McMahon. My shows. When he came out as Mr. McMahon, I'm like, okay, yeah, this dude isn't fucking serious. He doesn't no. care. He came out he's in character. Teflon. Also, he's also Daryl. He's in his fucking 70s. He doesn't give a shit anymore at this point because he's gotten away with so much over so many years. So after that, after that enthralling fucking information we got this weekend, we get SmackDown. And because everybody's gotten hurt, Roman doesn't have a challenger for SummerSlam, essentially, because WWE doesn't build up any stars throughout the year. No, they just and let them all they go need to save Drew. off to another company. Yeah. Even the ones that they keep, they don't do anything with them. They have no, them they 50-50 don't. booking. And, of course, Drew is getting saved for the Lancaster show. I think it's the UK show or whatever. Uh-huh. So they needed somebody to face Roman at SummerSlam. Bobby Lashley? No. Biggie's hurt, so that was out of the question. Um. Seamus, no. Who do they go back to? It didn't build anybody. Riddle, no. Um, so what do they do? Uh, Seth, 
No, they're probably going to save him for a cash in or whatever. Uh, but what do they do? Mr. Money in the Bank? Uh, well, that's the rumor that he will win it. I don't know if okay. he will or not, but that's the rumor. Well, but what, what does WWE good. do for the eighth time? Go back to what they know. Brock versus fucking Roman. Again, on pay-per-view. talking about wrestling because of this now. Again. <sighs> um, and I don't even have anything to say other than that killed all of any excitement I have for SummerSlam. I didn't right there. Because I'm just tired of that fucking matchup. Everything's over and over gone. Again. Well, I, because what? Uh, I don't want to talk. Here's the thing. It's like I was talking with my buddy the other day. It's like I don't. I don't even want to talk about wrestling anymore mm. in life because it's like I have been saying the same. We've been talking about the same kind of bullshit for thirty years, or at least twenty years. It's I just. It's just for me. Like I get what you I get. It. It's. Uh, it's the W. It's 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 specifically WWE, right? Oh, it is them with them. It's like. You do the same thing over and over again and then end up back in the same situation over and over and over again. They never learn. And it's, I'm just tired of it. Like, I'm just exhausted. This is why if I'm, I'm Triple H, I'm exhausted I, just, with it. I just never, ever step foot in that company again. I just Oh, Triple H is never fucking going back. He was the, because he was the only one. NXT 2.0, I see everybody hyping it up on social media. The shit's ass. You have a couple, no, you have a, a, a select few group of people in NXT, NXT 2.0 that get it. And that are good at that shit. And they, they've been built up by the new platform of NXT, which is cool with. I'm cool with that. But for the most part, it's not that good. Well, it's me. not, comparatively speaking, it's not as good as the other shit. And I, and I get it that yeah, NXT 2.0 is now serving as a true developmental to what the WWE wants and the WWE style. But everybody was acting like that's a good thing. And I'm like, do we have we not just been over how bad the WWE's booking has been? And Russ, I think one of the things that help is that WrestleMania 38 has given WWE so much goodwill over the last couple of months because of how good it was. But everything else other than that has been mid at best. Hell in a Cell was good. I'll give them credit for that. But in terms of the storytelling and how the booking going up to WrestleMania was ass, the pay-per-view just saved it. It's always ass, Daryl. It's always ass. They God, all need to do is damn, put together a few. Here's the thing. They should not be weekly television. They should just be bi-weekly television. It's not even the fact that it's weekly. Tell them you have a no, big no, enough no, roster to where you're not redoing things over and but over. Notice how I didn't even bother going to that. God, I'm not going to argue that argument anymore. I've been arguing that argument for 20 years. I'm going to just argue that they don't do a weekly show, just do a bi weekly show because that's all that I can think. Because they're never going to change there. They're never going to change until he's literally dead and buried. You know, my thing and like, he won't with, die. A, with AW, I. I, I kind of been taken out of it because of injuries. Like it's just hard to. It it kind of takes the it sucks the spirit out of you when all those guys get hurt like at it, one time. No, and it's it it like, always does. All those plans and, and get changed. Bugs. Mm-hmm. It's like an injury bug. It never happens one guy. It's always a bunch. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but and it happened at the worst time. Literally, the, one of your big your, one of your company's biggest events with yeah. the second biggest company in the world, and oh well, you know. Everybody's hurt now, so now half the matches got canceled. Things are getting rebooked. I think the only thing that salvages Forbidden Doors if Kenny comes back, and I'd be shocked if he rushes himself back with all of the surgeries that he had. I'd be, I would depends. be supremely shocked. It depends on what they, what, uh, how much you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know he's training again, but like, <sighs> I don't I'm know, so man. Done caring, man. Like wrestling is the one thing where it, the one thing that in my life where I'm like, I think the love has been beaten out of it. 
out of me mm-hmm. from this one. Just to create, you know, I, maybe I wasn't ready to make my full comeback to this. I still like watching the old stuff that we've been watching, though. That's the best stuff. Oh, yeah. We got to find one to watch. Oh, okay. So let's figure this out right now. What's a good one? New Blood Rising. Ooh, no, 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 no. How about this? Let's do the one with the triple cage in WCW. Oh, the one was it like what Booker That's T? Jared, uh, Booker T, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All those guys are. Let's find something fun with some like a multi man match. You know what? Speaking of which, um, somebody was talking about TNA and the King of the Mountain match the other day. Uh, and because um, they're do bringing it back TNA, tonight. So. Yeah, I'm watching Slam Anniversary right now. I heard but, that's um, going on. Yeah. Um, they were talking about the King of the Mountain in the reverse battle royal shit, and like a lot of those concepts were quote dumb. But I wish wrestling would bring that back. We got innovative with the type of matches that we well, fucking have did and, fun like, with it. Yeah, like that's the now, shit that Dixie did a lot of stupid shit. No, oh, it like, was a lot. <laughs> a but lot. like even the concept when they bring back war games and now w, uh, in AW doing war games now, like I like that because it's. You don't see it all the fucking time. Like we see Hell in a Cell once every Although I year. I will say this. Twice a year. William Regal saying blood and guts is not that It good. did not hit the same. Absolutely not. Because that to Fuck me, oh, you, know, you know why though? Because that's such an on the nose. I hate when they when AEW does on the nose. Well, oh, I mean, Tony Khan is such a fucking fan. But because it's like, <laughs> but here's the thing though. The on the nose stuff doesn't like just apply to them. That's just an in general thing because it's always going to be cringy. It always Tony, is. It never comes a con. Tony Khan is a fan. He's such a fucking I fan. Fucking that, he can't get out of his own way. He's such like a fucking him, fan. Daniel. I don't know why I don't like him. Because Tony Khan is literally the embodiment of every internet wrestling fan with a billion dollars. That's what he yeah, is. Yeah, I know. I have a few fucking friends. In, 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 no, yeah, Tony Khan is a fucking... He is a... He is a 30, he is in a he's in his 40s at this point. He's he's a 30-year-old man child. That's what he is with a wrestling company. He is literally, he grew up fans of all of these guys, and now he gets yeah, to he play. Up, and he grew up rich too. He gets to play That's WWE 2K like, SmackDown versus uh, Universe Mode. He's he's playing Universe hey, Mode. Props to the Bucks and all them for being like, oh look, there's a sucker. Let's take his money mm-hmm. and come and build our dreams on it. <laughs> because that, I mean, you know, is, hey, that's great though. That's smart yeah. on them. Smart Which on I think Cody, the Bucks have also them. done a great job of building up that tag division. Yeah. Because I think they know they did this because I they know they're about to retire soon. Wrestling. That gets me even <laughs> more sad. And also, if I have to fucking hear another goddamn 400 pound quadruple XL wearing neck beard talk about tag team wrestling, I'm going to fucking slap you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I fucking hate I mean, I mean, you know, being in a wrestling crowd nowadays. Johnny Ace and uh Johnny Ace and, and Vince brought back team tag team wrestling. Anyway, there you go. Um, Boom. Tag team champions <laughs> for life. But I, I think the Bucks know they're about to retire. I think they Cody, won the tag titles while they were doing it. Ew, uh, but like Vince went like into the vault to bring out like the old school ones. Hey, no, because hey, I think Vince, I got an idea. I think Vince hates wrestling, so no. Oh no, no, um, he brought up the belts. No, no, he knew what he was doing. God. He was degrading them. Ugh. That and he was also probably wearing like a Ric Flair robe, just as another. Uh, or did you see that shit that Rick said? Uh, you know what? We're not even gonna bring that back up. I'm, I'm not even gonna talk about Ric Flair because that that's a whole nother depressing. You know thing what? With that last he's match also he's a bad to do. person. That's also a great point. Okay, 
as as most of them are, they're all bad people. Mm-hmm. Not all of them currently. Kevin a good Owens bit of good them. Man. But a lot of the old school guys. God, I would break my heart would break if I ever learned that Arn Anderson was a bad person. That man was stabbed by Sid with scissors. Oh yeah, he was. Was and he survived. <laughs> That's my favorite story ever, by the way, where, where Arn Anderson was stabbed in the fucking gut by Sid Udy with fucking scissors. It is a fucking it's a story, I, man. I often wonder how, how he was able to make it as far as I get this. It was like stereotypical, like scary big man, right? I look, I get it. But how Sid was he able to, to make he it this far? He used to leave game. He used to leave, not show up to shows because he had to go play softball. That's not something I'm making up. I know. I I, I believe That's the it. Crazy part. Like I believe yeah. it. But you know what? I'm so glad that he did make it as far as he did, Daryl. I'm so glad mm-hmm. he did because I've gotten to enjoy that man for years. And then his leg folded in on itself. Oh god! Uh, I cannot watch this shit. I no, can't. No, I can't. I think this is where we call it on Sid's god. broken leg. <laughs> so much more. You know, I, this was way less depressing than last week. Well, last week you had even when we talked about the Saudis this week, it was kind of yeah. Funny. You had. Uh, I enjoyed the, the basketball conversation. You no, know, not gonna bring his name up. Not gonna no, bring his name bring up. Absolutely not. He's got so. two more cases hitting him. Yeah, I so, saw that the other day. Nope, not even getting into the discussion. That's all. Leaving no, no, that's all. That's all. Uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, okay. You know, one one sprinkle in of something that is tied to that, even though I said I would not bring him up at all. Uh, yeah, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Holy shit, that's not the name I expect. I was gonna say Baker Mayfield has pretty much behind the scenes said, "Yeah, there's no absolute fucking way I'm ever." Yeah, I just for you guys again. I, I just I couldn't. They're so see fucked. a situation where that would work like just from a fucked i love it daryl this is what they get i pray that he gets suspended just and my favorite thing is like the gm for the texans was like yeah no 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 take backsies sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was fucking hilarious to me um but yeah yeah uh i think next week we should look through chris sims's uh top 10 uh quarterback ranking oh god i know here's the thing here's the thing i don't like to listen to chris sims but I also know that he's not a, he's not as complete of an idiot as his father is. But God, is he, he's is the he, most. You know what drives me nuts about him? Chris is bad. Is he never commits to something? He's a flip flopper, and it drives me crazy. Like when someone makes an argument to him, he's like, "Yeah, I see the point." I'm like, "No, do it differently." But. I do want to see his quarterback ranking because surprisingly there are times where I do agree with him on like the breakdown of some quarterbacks. I, some. Just, I can't. Look, Bro, it's not what's you know how dumb I am. It's not what's his name from ESPN. Mr. Ooh. Walks out of the back of the end zone. Orlovsky. Oh, or Orlovsky pisses me off because half the time he's making the super educated take. And then the other half is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my fucking I life. I know. That's the frustrating thing about him is like you have a really good take here and then you just shit on it. It just clicked in my head that Chris Sims was Phil Simpson. Really? Go ahead and wrap it up, Anthony. I, yeah, yeah. That, I feel so stupid because they literally look just alike and they sound alike. By the way, you know, the biggest crime that Chris Sims has committed is that haircut. Where it's oh. like, how much more fade can you put on the sides, man? Like, at this point, oh, you just like a thin mohawk of hair. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into the, the, the breakdown of this man's head. Anyways. 
this has been the beers and balls podcast it's <laughs> a weird way to end things uh let's hope vincent kennedy mcmahon doesn't have a good rest of 2022 the way that others are well not having he's getting he's getting like triple sued right now so i don't think it's gonna be too hot for him but i hope not uh but yeah so you know this has been me anthony you can anthony f you can follow me at the uh, born around their score 19 daryl tell them where they can follow you and watch you uh 3d1j on twitter i don't I know I called on my Instagram earlier. If y'all heard it, then y'all y'all remember it. I don't feel like there you go. Yeah, and then the coaches challenge on Twitch. <sighs> what an interesting week. I yeah. I can't wait for for Cheeseman to get back because I don't know what we're gonna talk about. It's gonna be I, crazy. I just I, I just elect to just let him to just let so, him go loose. What I want to know is, and I think we should take bets between the two of us. Uh, maybe I'll mm-hmm. throw Kaufman in here. How many mm-hmm. minutes in till we get either Bengals reference or Reds reference? I gave it 30 seconds. <laughs>